till I'm free and I'm bound. Ain't nothing that can take me down. I'ma find another way around. Roblox won't stop me now. Hey, everybody. Here we are at Off Kilter No Filter. I am Tammy. I am Byron. How are you guys doing? I hope you had a good week. I hope you enjoyed our, our last week's about first cars. This week we were going to have first jobs and we were going to have special guest Liam Watson, but he has to work. Working man. His first job, <laughs> coincidentally. So, <laughs> so we are postponing that till next week because he has next week off the day that we do this, which is Thursday. So he's going to have next week's off. Um, so tonight we are going to discuss, uh, what was it? Tell me, Byron. Remind me what it is. <laughs> we're going to talk about our college experience, but also we're going to mm -hmm. try a quick COVID games or quarantine game. Trying to explain it through text wasn't really working, but yeah, t tell me how because I, I, you know, I'm I'm not very clever at these kind of games. So go ahead. Well, tell me about what it. you do is you stream together a quick little paragraph. Well, not a whole paragraph, but you take song titles from a, a specific artist. And you just make, mm -hmm. um, you know, clever little sentences out of out of their song titles. So you can do something okay. to the effect oh, of song titles. Well, I know you love Prince, so you could do something mm -hmm. to the effect of, "Oh, my darling Nikki, jump into my little red Corvette as we go driving to Paisley Park. You know, we'll party like it's night in the purple yeah, rain. In the purple rain. Um, you know, mm -hmm. we'll party like it's 1999. And um, you know, don't don't stop the musicology. Something like that, right? Um, right. Okay. You know, for me, it's like, you know, leave me alone, Billie Jean. You know, you may be bad, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I'm the thriller, yeah. something like that. You know, you just, you, you get yeah. song, you do song titles and they can, they'll be pretty funny or they can be pretty funny and it doesn't matter. So who, who, mm -hmm. good. Well, Go yeah, it's just, it doesn't matter if it's a, if it's a, it's usually the hit songs. Cause you want to pick songs, of course, that people know. But um, sure, you know sure. any any of the song titles from their albums. Usually at the end of it, you have to you would guess who it is, but it's it's pretty obvious. And so really, it just yeah, it okay, boils okay. down to right. if you can make the other person laugh. It's a lot more fun when you're doing it versus explaining it because it's like it's like explaining a joke. Once sure. you have to do that, that it's not funny. But <laughs> um, you know, it's something to pass the time. Like I used to do that through text or when mm -hmm. I. Uh, years ago on Facebook I would go I would start the the thread and people mm -hmm. would chime in and I tried to get it going again a few months back and only one of my friends commented thank you Nico you know <laughs> even my music friends I'm going like come on how guys like get in on this <laughs> how did I miss that I don't know because I tagged you in it <laughs> yeah how did I miss that I don't know how I missed that yeah, how did I miss that? I think you're That's still tagged, weird. so I, yeah, just scroll back. Uh, when was that? November, December, somewhere in there. What? <laughs> somewhere in there. Holy crap! That's a long time ago. Yeah, maybe yeah, it was January. Yeah, how did I miss that? Because I, was... I don't know. What is time anymore? Because I would have played. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Stupid COVID. Yeah, no, stupid COVID. Well, anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, just the, something to to help. You know, keep people entertained. Um, it helps keep you sharp. I mean, it's it's kind of like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, you know, so. Oh, my God. I play that all the time. Doug and right? I play that all the time. So, same thing. Yeah, this one would be kind of fun. The, the thing is, like you said, though, you'd have to make sure that, you know, you do it with people that know what you're what you're doing okay what or yes. at least at least the names of the songs the artists like okay we probably could all get a lot of 
print songs. Most people, at least, you know, your age and older, could definitely get uh, Michael Jackson songs. Mm -hmm. Depending on the genre, a lot of people could get maybe Van Halen songs. Mm -hmm. they, they wouldn't get Led Zeppelin songs unless they're a deep fan, because Led Zeppelin's song titles are fucked up. <laughs> True. They're they're yeah. they don't they don't make any sense and they they're yeah. they're never even said in in <laughs> in the True. song. True. Well, I will say a lot of it it does boil down to like pop music, but that's just because yeah. mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. it's pop music. Um, and there could you do like a variation of it, just taking all like not of one artist, you could like mix artists. You so could like if, if you featured. were to do an eighties pop music, you could do like just you know hits of the eighties. Kind yeah, of game. You could do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That way, in case somebody doesn't know necessarily a lot of, you know, one person's stuff, they might at least be able to get, you know, the decades. Yeah. Hit. And be yeah, able to, fine. like, you could you could do one where you say, okay, I'm going to give you, you know, 10 of them, name seven of the songs. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. name seven of the artists or whatever. Mm hmm. I don't know. It, it, it seems like it would lend itself to, to, one, a lot of fun, and two, you know, a lot of variations that you could come up. And those who drink, this would be a good drinking game. Yes. Like, you would take a drink for every song title they used, and then you would have to, like, take two drinks if you got it wrong. There you go. <laughs> Listen to me. Hey. I, mean, <laughs> I used to drink. You may not I have drink COVID. Anymore, but I used to don't trade COVID for alcohol poisoning, but you know. Just... <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Well, I'm just saying, for those that do drinking games like quarters or three man or whatever drinking games are out there now, beer pong or whatever. Yeah, this is a good variation, a good COVID variation. Because mm -hmm. you could also do it over Zoom. Mm-hmm. Like quarters, you, quarters, you have to be with each other because you have to, you know, do the quarter. Same way with three man, you have to be together and beer pong for sure. But this you could do over Zoom. Mm -hmm. So this this would be a good you know quarantine kind of game. That sounds fun. I wish I would have yeah. known about that. <laughs> it's. I think you're still tagged in that post. I'll share uh, it again. Yeah. Okay. I'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> share it again. Share it again. Cause I'll do it. Sure. Alrighty. So yes, sure. that is what. Uh, and it's not new. I'm probably not the first person to come up with it. But I just remember doing mm -hmm. that with uh, my friends over the years. Cause I remember in high school. We would uh, we would do insults, but it was it was um, it was like stupid stuff, and we would just kind of carry on mm -hmm. with that. So it's like, don't talk to me, you coffee cup, right? And then it would just spiral <laughs> from there. It would be something stupid, but it's like, okay, if we're talking about coffee cups, then it's um, what's in your kitchen? You spoon, you knife, you this, you that, whatever. And then we would change yeah. it to you would have to change it. It would go to call sign. So. Uh, UPN at the time, UPN uh, or Fox or CBS or whatever. It was just, it was just something to, to you know, get everybody involved, and it was, it was fun oh, at the sure. time, you know. Yeah, yeah. So again, just things that you can do. Liz and I, my daughter, when when she was younger, she and I used to have conversations using songs, the lyrics of songs, mm -hmm. and one of the mm -hmm. ones that we always liked to do was was um, I've been working on the railroad. So one day I was sitting there and I just this is how it started was I was just sitting there and I looked at her and she was like ah, twelve I think and I looked at her and I said hey and she said what and I said I've been working on the railroad and she caught it in a heartbeat she looked at me and she goes all the live long day I said yeah I've been working on the railroad <laughs> she goes I bet just to pass the time away I said yeah can't you hear the whistle blowing. <laughs> And she said, ah, oh, rising up so early in the morning. <laughs> and we just did the whole entire song as a conversation. And it was so fantastic. <laughs> so then one time I was in, and it was at 
and it was my first year there, so I taught eighth grade. Okay, and I won't name names, but some of those eighth graders are now, you know, my Facebook friends, and not too much behind you, Byron, <laughs> as far as age is concerned. <laughs> I think they've all hit thirty now. <laughs> Uh, at least 30. Are damn near close, yeah. 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 And so I did the same thing with them uh, because I did it to irritate them because they were so sweet. I'm looking at it now, of course, it's very sweet. Uh, and they'll know who they are if they ever do listen to this. I used to come into the room <laughs> for class and they sat like right up front where I was sitting and they would sing to me. And they would sing, Loving You is Easy Because You're Beautiful. And they would just... They would hit that high note, screaming it, and it was great. So one day I walked in, and I started that conversation with them, and they didn't know what I was doing at first. But then they caught on later, too, and it was fun. <laughs> so that's, you know. But you have to have a song like I've been working on the railroad, which is kind of very conversational. <laughs> you have to be mm -hmm. able to do that. Any song that has a lot of oohs and ahs and babies doesn't necessarily work. No. No. So you can do it with, like, ah. Uh, Left a good job in the city. Yes. Oh, mm. definitely you can. Oh, I'm going to do that next mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Working for the man every <laughs> night and day. <laughs> and I swear I never lost a minute of sleep, but worry about the thing, the way things might have been. Right? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Big wheel keep on turning. Damn. Oh, yes. gosh. With primary keep on burning. Mm. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. But see, so when you like get that to that good. part, you just go back and forth. Yeah. Like, you're rolling, rolling. I'm rolling. 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 I'm rolling. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's where that inflection comes in, right? Because when you go, you rolling. Exactly. I'm rolling. You rolling? Rolling. Rolling, <laughs> rolling down that river. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. See, that kind of stuff is the, the shit that Doug and I are going to do in Vegas, too. Sit there at a table, <laughs> sit there at the bar, and have a conversation just with song lyrics. <laughs> and there see if go. the bartender or anybody around us notices it. But that's it the would thing. Be, it would be really awesome if everybody in the bar like joined yes. in. Yes, <laughs> that would be cool if somebody comes up that with would the be, next That line. would be amazing. If the bartender leaned yes. over and said the next line, like if I say, I've been working on the railroad, Doug says, all the live long day, and I say, yeah, I've been working on the railroad, and the bartender goes, just to pass the time away? And it would be like, yes, we got them. <laughs> But the bad part is, songs these days, it's really hard to because there's not very many good lyrics that tell a story or make sense. True. So it True. has to be, it has to be, oh my God, I could do it with Darling Nikki by Prince. <laughs> when it, so who starts that? Let's see. Let's say I start it. I'll be lesbian for a day. Hey, I knew a girl named Nikki. <laughs> I could do it. I'm all right with that. Yeah, hey, why not? I'm curious. Or uh, you should just walk up to somebody and just be like, your butt is mine. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody's like, well, you sure you're right? And it's like, I'm going to show your face in broad day. I'm telling you. Yes. Yeah. And the whole world has to answer right now. Don't make me tell you once again. Don't make me tell you once again. <laughs> Who's bad? Who's bad? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. yeah that's what that's I'm an saying. idea. See? Yeah, exactly. And I still got to know, Annie, are you okay? But Annie, are you We've okay? We've been asking that question for 30 years now. Bitch won't say. Mm-hmm. But she, she's dead, right? I don't even, know. Even, even Family Guy did, a que did that. <laughs> did, uh, had an episode where, she, where Lois asked that, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Annie, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Annie, are you okay? 
put in Lois's voice. I can't do Lois's voice. <laughs> well, that okay. So thirty years. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't know if Annie's okay. Mm-hmm. I still don't know Victoria's secret, and I still don't know how to get to Sesame Street. Like these are burning questions you, that I must. You, they tell you how to get to Sesame Street. Oh no, they don't, do they? That's yeah. the part of the theme song, right? It's That's like, can you tell me how? <laughs> yeah, because well, I still Annie, don't know. Because Annie won't ever answer. Nope, Annie's not gonna answer. And Victoria's secret. I know Victoria's secret. She's a man. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know. How does she fit her junk in those little tiny panties? That's a question I can't I'm even. Asking. I can't even fit my junk in those little tiny panties. How does she fit that junk if she's a man in those little tiny panties? I'm not asking that question. I, I, you know, you can I handle yours. Did. But um, I I'm did. like, nah. I, hey, Victoria's Secret, Annie, are you okay? And how do you get to Sesame Street? <laughs> I, uh, mm, yeah. I don't know. I guess bonus questions: How many woodchucks if a woodchuck chuck wood chuck could? I can't say that. Shit how, much, right. how, much, anyway. how much wood would wood chuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? I don't know. How many peppers could Peter Piper pick? Same answer. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> so this is why we go to college. Yes. Yeah, so good. Ah, see what I did there. Well done. <laughs> well done, <laughs> sir. Alrighty. <laughs> So yes, yes. But I've been to college and I can't answer those questions. <laughs> nope, you can go to college still still can't answer those damn questions. <laughs> and it just actually brings she up can. more questions. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. who well, framed? Yeah, who framed? Yeah, who framed Roger Rabbit? But we figured that out. Who? We figured out who framed Roger um, Rabbit though. They did answer that uh, question. Was, did they? It was uh, Christopher Lloyd's look. character, the bad tune. I don't remember his name. Uh, I don't either. <laughs> I've not seen that movie since I was. Actually, you know what? I've never seen that movie all the way through. <laughs> huh. I love how you did that. I haven't seen that movie since. Wait, I don't think I've seen that movie. <laughs> I don't think I. Yeah, not a, yeah. Well, nope. that's the thing about pop culture is like you can hear so many references so many times that after a while you think you saw that movie and then you're like, wait, I don't, I did not see that movie. <laughs> Is that like a version of the Mandela effect? Yeah, I think so. Because the, I think there's, yeah. okay, there's tons of movies out there that are like that for me. Because of quotes that you hear all the time. You know, like, mm-hmm. I knew, like, lots of quotes from The Godfather. And then I saw it when I was, like, 45 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I've never seen The Godfather. I was very... Gangster movies don't do it for me. I was greatly disappointed. Personally. Right, and everybody talks about like Godfather too. I guess it's supposed to be the best one. I don't know. Um, I gave up after the first the one. <laughs> I never, I didn't care, and I know that's like blasphemous for like a either. lot of people, but you know, whatever. Um, I did. Janet care. Jackson is amazing, so you, you know, come at me, bro. But anyway, um, <laughs> like I didn't, I've never seen the Godfather. I didn't really mm-hmm. care about God, and nah. I used to when I was little. I used to think. I, I guess I used to confuse Godfather and Scarface for the same movie, which I know is blasphemous. Again, Janet Jackson is amazing <laughs> and the best artist ever, so come at me, yeah. bro. Anyway. Um, so at least she's still more yeah, revel- like, relevent. I'm just saying. <laughs> the only gangster movie that I really enjoyed, really, really enjoy, but I thought was decent was Goodfellas, mm-hmm. and I think it was because Joe Pesci's character was like, his version of the it, honestly it was his version of joker yeah like the way joe pesci joe uh, joe pesci played mm-hmm. that character who's giving me joker vibes because joker oh yeah was a gangster crazy. he's crazy right? mm-hmm. exactly 
and like an, an unflinching, unrepentant killer. That's what Joe Pesci was right, well, until right, he got until he got killed. But anyway, and the other gangster movie is The Dark Knight because The Dark Knight is a gangster movie. It just has Batman in it. Right. Like it, it's a gangster movie. I would never have, it, have have categorized it like that, but I can see why you say that. Right. Well, it focuses on the mobsters. Mm-hmm. It just has the Joker in it, who is a mobster. Well, the way they the way they portray the character, anyway, as far as him working with, well, quote unquote, working with the mob but it definitely focuses on organized crime the politics surrounding mm-hmm. organized crime the police response to that and it just happens to have batman and joker in it mm-hmm. so yes it's a superhero film but it's a gangster movie it is yeah. it's a pg-13 gangster movie but a gangster movie nonetheless yeah just like captain america the winter soldier is a political thriller yeah. it just happens to have superheroes in it that's all that one so I anyway did. I mean, they're all fun. But anyway. Back to college. Um, Let's go back to college. Back to college. I saw those while I was in college. <laughs> well, The Dark Knight anyway. Yeah. I think you and Captain I. Captain America with the shoulder came out when I was out. Yeah. You, you and anyway. I have different college experiences, of course. We have very different college experiences than other people. Like, um, neither one of us did the whole, you know, go to college, live in a dorm, you know, join a frat or a sorority, and a lot of people don't. So don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying people all, a ton of people do that, but a lot of people do go to the dorm at least, and then mm-hmm. you know that's like their first time away from home, or you know they just they they stay at home, and, but they still have a different college experience than you and I did. So which one do you want to go first, me or you? Ah, uh, you go first. Okay, uh, mine's short and sweet. Well, not really, but I mean it's it's fairly short. I first started college in 1988. 87. Yeah, fall of 87, actually. I started at a community college in in Texas, and Mm -hmm. I did not do so well. I was not ready for it. I was not... mm, Actually, I didn't start then. Take that back. I started two years after... No, a year after graduation. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get all the state, you know, straight in my head. I started college a year after I graduated. I took a year off, which was not necessarily the the greatest... um, choice at that time for me I was very immature um, and so I I was going to go to Stephen F. Austin University in Nacogdoches, Texas but that didn't work out for various reasons that were all my my reasons <laughs> my problem, it was my <laughs> mistakes <laughs> there's no other reason so then I yeah, so about a year after I graduated high school I got wise and start, well sort of little bit teeny tiny bit went to a community college and again I didn't do very well um, because it was it was far too much like a night high school <laughs> high school at night but with my my you know me being a responsible one to get myself to to school and it just it just didn't feel I don't know I had too much going on um, in my life to to make it to where I would I would you know be serious about college so then mm-hmm. I left that, and then uh, a couple years later, went back again, like a year later actually, went back again to a different community college and still did not do well, even though my friends at the time, the first time I tried, none of my friends were in college. None of I was not hanging out with people who were academically <laughs> inclined. But the second time I went to a community college in Texas, I, I I was hanging out with people who were academically inclined, but I was not academically inclined. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it didn't work out for me then either. So then I moved to Michigan and I tried again <laughs> a third time. 
and it worked for a couple semesters actually and I, I did okay for like a year and it was it was yeah it was all right and then I met the father of my children time went on then I went back and finished my associate's degree at the community college and it was fine I graduated with honors had cords all that kind of stuff then uh, when my daughter was born 1994 I went back went back <laughs> and I got a bachelor's degree in three years instead of four because nice. having a child uh, gave me a lot of perspective mm -hmm. one I stopped partying the way that I had been partying, which was very detrimental to my college career. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I buckled down and I got a bachelor's degree in history with a minor in English. And also at the same time, I got a teaching certificate so I could teach. Then 10 years later, I went back to school again, this time for a master's degree. And I got my master's degree um, in about one and a half years instead of two. So I I always liked going to, I, I liked the classes once I was there. I liked the learning part. Mm -hmm. It was until I had uh, my daughter, it was the getting up and going to class part. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of. I wasn't, it wasn't too bad again when I was at the last community college I went to in Michigan. That wasn't too bad. And I did, I got a, an associate's degree from it. And I, I enjoyed that, and it there was a lot of, of good classes that I took. They were interesting. As far as I'm concerned, though, for my bachelor's degree especially, at the college I went to, which was a branch, I won't name it, although you and I went to the same one, Byron. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, won't, we won't name it, name it, mm. but it's in a town in Michigan <laughs> that has still has bad drinking water, mm -hmm. famously. So I'm not saying it, but I'm saying it. Uh, <laughs> when I went there, I, I liked the classes that I took for my bachelor's degree. And I liked the professors or instructors because not all of them are PhDs because, you know, they don't necessarily have to be to teach undergraduate courses. So I liked the instructors and I liked the classes. Um, that was great. I hated all the crap that colleges make you, all the hoops mm -hmm. that they make you jump through is bullshit. And that, that was the part that ruined it. Um, when I was going through it, I wanted to actually, well, I, I never wanted to be a teacher. It just, it just happened. But anyway, I wanted to do his, a major in history and minor in science because um, I, I like science and I and particularly I particularly like biology mm -hmm. so I thought you know I'll be a history slash science teacher that'd be great well that school said we don't offer that you have to get a you have to do well they split it up for like humanities and sciences and math so you had to get a history English degree or you had to get a math science and I was like well that sucks because I don't care about English Yes, I can read. I'm actually good at it, but I don't like English teachers, <laughs> and I didn't want to be one. <laughs> um, I wanted to teach either history or biology, and I thought, you know, science and history go together pretty well. I thought that would be a good idea, but they wanted to split it up, the sciences and the humanities. So I was forced to do something I didn't want to do. Mm -hmm. So then I got my, then, then I went to go get my teaching degree. So my teaching certificate, which is, you take you can take classes for that. Uh, so I did, and blah, blah, blah. I, I got my teaching certificate, and I went to an interview f for my first teaching job. And uh, sitting there in the waiting room, 
waiting for my turn for my interview, I'm looking around at all these people. First of all, uh, when I when I started to get my bachelor's, to get really buckled down for college, I was already a little bit behind because I was like 26 years old. So I, I was, you know, a little bit behind the the curve here because when I sat in the waiting room for waiting for this first teaching job, most of the people, I was already almost 30, right? I, I've been, I was 29. And all these other people were like, I swear to God, they were like five. They were so young. <laughs> <laughs> they were so young, like puberty, <laughs> 12. But I, I, I just sat there and I'm looking around and I, I had copies of my resume. I had like a little you know, manila file folder, right? Copies of my resume, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking around and these people had portfolios, like major portfolios. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking around like, holy crap. And so I've just, I broke down and I asked the lady, I was one of them. I was like, um, so what, what is, what is that? And she said, well, she looked at me like I was, you know, dumb. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she's like, it's my portfolio. And I was like, okay, what's in your portfolio? (laughs) And she said, (laughs) and she's like all the stuff that they want to see the resume, my degrees, my teaching certificate, pictures of me, student teaching, just all this shit. Wow. And I sat there like, what? <laughs> it's and funny. I said, so who uh-huh. told you to do that? And she goes, well, I graduated from this other rival college that I won't say out loud, but <laughs> the rival college in a different, in the capital of Michigan. Anyway, <laughs> so she said, you know, she graduated from that college and everybody else in that motherfucking waiting room had graduated from that college and had portfolios. Hmm. So I went in there and the first thing that they asked me at the motherfucking interview was where was my portfolio? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my school did me a disservice. <laughs> I it, was really mad. It's funny you mentioned that because I, some of the jobs that I've gone to and even at one job in particular, when I went for interviews, I would have a portfolio and it didn't seem to matter. A lot of it, too, is like office politics, and that's a sure, very long sure. story for another episode. <laughs> but it just seems like it didn't seem to, it didn't really seem to resonate. It's like you didn't need to do all of that. Again, office politics yeah. and a long story for another episode. But I don't know. It, it, I guess by the time I, I quote unquote came along, it just seemed kind of like a given. Because like a resume doesn't really mm-hmm. do that much or it seems like it doesn't do that much. Or now employers mm-hmm. are like, yeah, we basically want to see everything but your blood type. And depending on what job, we need to know that, too. And we need your we right. need um, their firstborn in order for you to work this uh, <laughs> this just above minimum wage type job. And that's mm-hmm. not dissing anybody who makes minimum wages. Is you have to give everything uh, your drop of blood and your firstborn just to get that job. Like, seriously. Sure. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but I digress. <laughs> well, I mean, but but that's that's the thing is, you know, now it's like that. So that was that was like my first teaching job, and that's that's what everybody had. Come to find out, you know, my school was providing me a disservice by not preparing me for the workforce. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, I got a teaching certificate and stuff, but you know, I was not prepared for the job that they were supposed to prepare me for. <laughs> um, so I was unhappy about that. 
So then I, I did finally, of course, get a, get a teaching job. They did ask me for that, uh, the portfolio, but I, I told them, you know, well, actually, for, this, for the second interview that I had, oh, I put together a portfolio. Mm-hmm. I did not have pictures of me with, you know, like my student teaching and stuff, but I was able to, to go ahead and put, like, my letters of recommendation and all that kind of crap in, you know, in the plastic sleeves, mm-hmm. in the fancy binder, and all that kind of stuff. So that was cool. Um, and I did get a job and that was great too. But then, you know, so, hey, so I go and get my, my master's degree at the same institution. Why I did that, I don't know. Uh, I'm fucking dumb. dumb. So I get my master's degree. Again, I like the classes. It's, it's fun. You know, I, I had some great classes because my master's degree is, and everybody hold on to your chairs, because this is the degree parents do not want their children to ever get. I have a master's degree in liberal studies. <laughs> yeah, parents all freak out about that. It's like, oh, it's the same as like somebody saying, I'm going to go get, I'm going to go get a degree in art history. What? <laughs> no, you are not. You're not getting a job doing that. But anyway, my master's degree is in liberal studies with a concentration, a focus on I specialize in whatever you want to call it, American culture, which is great. <laughs> it was cool. I had a lot of great classes, a lot of good, especially the the music class that I took was fantastic because it was all predominantly jazz, of course, because jazz is American. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was great. It had a lot of good classes that really focused on uh, a lot of things that are, are American because a lot of people are like, America doesn't have culture. Then stop wearing the blue jeans, eating the McDonald's, and listen to the music and watching the movies, motherfuckers. That's mm-hmm. all I have to say mm-hmm. because all those things are American culture. So I took you know a history of American film class. That was fantastic. History of American music. That was fantastic. I mean... A lot of good, a lot of good classes, <laughs> but yeah, graduating, I got, I got this master's degree and I'm thinking, yes, yay, I got a master's degree, this was cool, if I would have gone to my graduation, I would have been hooded, which sounds really terrible, it sounds <laughs> awful, doesn't that sound awful, because, you know, we all know the word hood is just never, it's never, it never has good connotations, except if you're, like, in the middle of, like, Antarctica, then your hood is your hood, <laughs> but other than that... <laughs> When you say the word hood, it, several things come to mind, don't they? Yeah. But especially when they say you're going to get hooded. Well, when you get a master's degree and you graduate, that's what they do because your uh, gown now has a hood on it, right? When you're in a bachelor's oh. degree, you just... you. But a master's degree, it has a hood on it and it has the colors of the college that you went to because there's colleges within universities. And I went to, to uh, the college... Rodham, whatever, I don't remember the name of it, within that university that I graduated from, uh, it's the College of Liberal Studies. And so that's the colors that go on the trim of the hood. So if you ever, like, think back to your high school graduation, any of your teachers had a hood on there and they have colors on it, it's because of what their master's degree is in. And Uh so, anyway... I didn't go to that, but I was still excited. Yeah, I got a master's degree, you know, feeling powerful. It got me no money (laughs) because okay if somebody tells you (laughs) wow you get an extra five hundred dollars for your master's degree per year that's like fifteen dollars on your paycheck monthly (laughs) it's like it's like worthless and people go yeah fifteen dollars is fifteen dollars you are right but for the amount of money since it cost me like twenty thousand dollars Plus, to get this master's degree, you think that paltry $15 a month over time is going to make up for that? No. Right. It doesn't. (laughs) 
So as my, far as uh, money is concerned, it's worthless. It is that master's degree I got is worthless. If I wanted, and people are like, why didn't you get the master's degree in education? Yeah, yeah, that would have gotten me more money. You are correct, but I, I didn't want that. Again, I didn't even expect to stay in teaching this long, truthfully, or at least K through 12 teaching, or actually for me, it would be nine through 12 teaching high school. I didn't plan on doing this this long. I really planned on, I wanted to get that master's degree because then the main university had the PhD that went with it. Once you get a PhD, it actually doesn't even matter what it's in for the most part because then you publish and you get money for the books and you can teach at a college and that's what I wanted to do. You know, I wanted mm -hmm. to teach American culture, classes in American culture at the university level. I would love to teach that history of jazz class. That would have been fantastic. I would love to teach history, you know, American film. That would be fantastic. I taught that in high school, actually. And I had a class, history of American film, hmm. at the high school you graduated from. So I, I that was my plan. But they did not encourage my plan. <laughs> the college that I graduated from actually discouraged me to continue on. One, because it was expensive. And two, you know, because it's actually, it's more money the higher level you get. Mm -hmm. And then, which seems to me, I don't know. Anyway, and then, and then, plus, it just, they made it so inconvenient. And that's the other thing about college, by the way. That's some bullshit when you got a class that you have to have to graduate and they only offer it every other fucking spring. Mm -hmm. Like literally spring in the even numbered years. Well, mm -hmm. I'm set to graduate in this odd numbered year. Well, you got to wait one more year for that one more semester class. Mm -hmm. The fuck? Mm -hmm. Who's teaching that that they do that kind of crap? Well, and you got to stay on top of your catalog because if they, it'll change, it'll change. Yes, right? so and incoming, do that too. Yes. Yep. And oh well, now and if you're not paying attention, they'll say, oh well, you need such and such a credit. Um, yes, they. Blah, oh blah, my blah, god, blah, they but you that already so have. Mm. But no, no, you got to get you got to get this humanities. You got to get this science or whatever. And it's like, I oh yeah, have you know that. what they did? Remember, I said I wanted a history science. Mm -hmm. My the last year I was there. Right. Like, remember, I, I did it in three years. That third year I was there, I was about to graduate. They fucking switched it mm -hmm. to where you could get a history of science. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, maybe I should delay my graduation. And she's like, oh, no, no. You're grandfathered into the old program. Mm -hmm. You'd have to start all over. Exactly. What the fuck are you talking about? Yep. What gets me, too, is this. I had a job and they were restructuring. And I was only certified for 9 through 12. And I was... They had me on an emergency certificate or emergency situation where I could teach eighth grade that year. She, my, my boss was like, well, we're going to have to let you go at the end of this year because we're restructuring and we're not going to have high school anymore. So we're, we're only going to be in middle school. So right now you're on an emergency situation. You either have to get your middle school endorsements, you know, for your certificate or we're going to have to let you go. So I called the state of Michigan to ask how that happened, how, how to do that. And they said, we'll go to the university you know, and you have to go through the university first. And I said, okay. So I called that university in that city that has had problems with water. <laughs> and that bitch told me, I said, I wanted to get the middle school endorsements. And she said, oh, okay, well, when would you like to enroll? And I said, well, explain, explain it to me first. How, how does this work? She goes, oh, well, you're going to have to go and take about seven more classes. Looking at your transcript, you're going to have to take about seven more classes and do student teaching all over again. I said, are you kidding me? She said, no. I, and I, I told her, I said, I said, you know, this is the most discouraging thing I've ever had somebody tell me about my career. 
Mm-hmm. And I said, I, I just want to thank you for telling me this because I'm going to recommend that people go and be a plumber instead. And I hung up on <laughs> And I know it's not her fault, but her attitude was just like, too, I wanted to say, bitch, you're a secretary. Back off. You know? <laughs> it wasn't even a counselor, right? It wasn't even a counselor. It was a secretary of the counselor. So I wanted to tell her, look, I, I know you don't even have a bachelor, so back the fuck off. <laughs> and I was just so angry by that. So I lost that job. I it, you know, they had to let me go at the end of the school year and they gave me plenty of time, you know, so it's not like I got fired. Right. I just, Mm. I could not continue that job anymore because I wasn't certified for what they were going to do when they restructured it. Mm. And I just, yeah, they, they pull things, they pull those kind of things all the time that happened to my daughter. They changed the program, added classes, took away classes to where it was like, okay, I paid for these four classes and now they don't even count. Mm -hmm. And they changed her graduation plan a couple times, you know, it just, I don't know. I don't know if college is completely worth it, depending on the, on the, the that, you know, yeah. the, the vocation, I guess. Yes. Yeah. For me, I have to, because I'm a teacher. I've been saying that for a decade or a little bit longer mm-hmm. now. Because honestly, if it's not specialized, where it's like, if it's mm-hmm. not medical, teaching, mm-hmm. or law, like if it's not something that is specialized right. like that, like honestly... Mm-hmm. I want to say you don't need college, but you don't need the college system or structure as it is because no. college is moving and has been moving to be more of a privatized business. Like the education system oh, is God, is yes. a business. So mm-hmm. your the the goal is not the education or enlightenment of your average American citizen. That's not the point no. of of college or higher education anymore. It's not you're not getting a return on your investment, especially because that investment keeps going up. So I'm going to spend, well, when I was in school, 25 to $30,000 for a bachelor's degree, maybe 35 for for a bachelor's degree. And yet I'm going to work a job where I'm making less than $30,000. So how does that work out? Right. Right. I could go into a specialized thing. I could go into medicine and, you know, go to med school or whatever. But that's still a hefty investment. That's one hundred thousand dollars at the least. Right. Um, Depending on, of course, and depending on uh, on what you go into, is it it working with animals, is working with human beings, blah, 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 blah. Sure. Mm -hmm. But that's still quite an investment. And even after you graduate and um, get all your credentials and stuff, you're not going to be making you know, the six figures um, right away. Not even as a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah, there's no way. Exactly. Teachers, definitely (laughs) bottom of the barrel. Right. So it it becomes, because it's a business, now you look at it like a business. Am I getting a return on my investment? Mm -hmm. Because nine times out of 10, the answer is no. Right. Even people who get into the sciences, um, one of my friends, he went to uh, school to study chemistry. It, it's specialized chemistry. It, mm-hmm. The basic is chemistry, but it's specialized chemistry, whatever. He went to school for that, but he's working at a plant right now. He makes, you know, put his business out there. He makes good money working at the plant, but that's not what he went to school for. Right. Right. It's like that, that right there is you had this investment, right? But you're not getting a return on it. 
Right. You know, I, I'm going to school now. I'm going back to school to learn 3D animation. But the job that I have has nothing to do with 3D animation. No. <laughs> but I have to do that in right. order to pay the bills. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like when I I my college experience. Yeah. Go ahead. Because mine's done. Oh, well, yeah. mine's thank done. you, Tammy, for sharing. No. <laughs> Mine, mine's um, done. My college experience was, it was the first two years I went to community college, but it was like high school adjacent. One, because mm-hmm. I was still home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and now the only difference was I could drive uh, to school, but um, I saw the same people that I graduated with for the most part. So it was just a continuation of high school, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, it was kind of cool going to class maybe twice a week or, you know, stacking your classes so that you would be at school all day, you know, maybe a Tuesday and Thursday mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And then, you know, you had Monday, Wednesday and Friday to go to work or, you know, if I wasn't working at the time, I had three days off or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, it was, that was nice. But as far as working towards something, you honestly, especially your first two years, you're, you're just trying to figure shit out. And then they tell you, you you have to take your general um, your general studies or whatever. And it's like, so I have to, again, this is why it's a continuation of high school. So I have to do English and math and science all over again. The I same, did this in high school. Yeah, the same <laughs> shit that you did in high school. Yeah. So why exactly? And then when you, if once you get through that and if you get an associate's, great. Okay. Um, you move on to a bachelor's. Well, now the stuff that you took doesn't really seem to stack up. You basically start over, but now mm-hmm. you're doing it at a at a higher level, quote unquote higher level. We'll put an asterisk next to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and now it gets into oh, and they also still play the same games with the with your associates because I remember when I I I went to a particular college uh, for ended up being three years for a two year program because I started mm-hmm. in the fall of two thousand and five. And there was so much runaround or yeah, giving me the runaround with trying to graduate that I ended up graduating in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was so like annoyed with the whole experience that I didn't even go to the ceremony. That's how I, but that's why I didn't go to my master's. Yeah. Oh, well, it was, I was like, it was funny. It. <laughs> I kept getting two different, um, stories from different, like people, I went to one advisor and they said I needed to do X, Y, and Z to graduate. And so I was like, you know, take this class, take that class, whatever. And then you can graduate at this time. Cause I was supposed mm-hmm. to graduate in December of 2007. I took those classes, go to, uh, and I didn't even know you had to apply for graduation. I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? Right? So there was that again, this is a first time student. So there was that, but then they hit me with, oh, you got to take this class and this class and this class. Like, well, you didn't tell me I had to do that. Like, we sat down and worked this out. And you said, if I take X, Y, Z classes, then I can graduate in December 2007. Right. So then I had to go to another advisor, explain the whole situation. And they're like, well, yeah, unfortunately, you got to do this, 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 and that. Fuck it. Mm. Fine. So I did that. And got my associates in May of 2008. Mm-hmm. Then uh, go to the next university uh, to do the bachelor's uh, program. And they tell me that I need a science credit. And I'm like, I already have that. Like, I took science here. Like, because you get your transcripts. Mm-hmm. I, I made the dean's list um, at the community college and stuff. Awesome. Um, like, I, I did 
I did really well there. Mm-hmm. And so I take that to the university that should not be named. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, you need a science credit. You need a, you need a humanities uh, in this, that, in the third. I was like, I already have that. And it's like, yeah, but that doesn't transfer here. That doesn't work here. I was like, what? Yeah, I'm not doing that. Because that, exactly. that, like, that doing community that. college is supposed to be a feeder for that college. Exactly. They well, see, they tried that with me too, even, though. They tried that with me too, but I already had an associate's degree, so I told them to fuck off because I yeah. had an associate's degree. You can't tell me it's not going to transfer. It's a fucking degree. So how are you going to tell exactly. me it's not going to transfer? And I, I exactly. they waived it because I... <laughs> mm-hmm. I, but if you're not up mm. on that, if you're not up on that, you'll end up taking mm-hmm. those classes because that's what they tried. They tried it with the with the science class, mm. and then once I got that straightened out, I get through the the classes over the years. Mm-hmm. There, I get through the program, and the semester that I my last semester that I'm about to graduate, they tell me that I need a humanities credit for uh, foreign language, and it's like. No, I already have that because mm-hmm. like, I at this point I had had seven years of Spanish, <laughs> and again I had had that um, at the community college mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm I'm good with all of that. Like I the, these boxes have already been checked. Right. Oh no, no, you did you know for this for this degree you need to have this. Uh, you have to take this class, and it's like no, I'm not doing that. No. So I took the test mm-hmm. for free and tested out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, if I took the class, it would have been fifteen hundred dollars. Like that's what they do, Christ. and that's why they do it. Yep, that's why they yep, do it. That's true. Like, it's and a if scam. you're if you're not on top, it, it is a scam. And ooh, don't get me started on that bookstore. So <laughs> yeah, hit that bookstore, uh, do it, because I'll back you up. Oh my! I got your back Jesus on this with bullshit that damn bookstore. Yes. Uh, if you ever wanted to run a scam on a collegiate level, you just need to open a college bookstore. Like exactly. That is the most All of them are ridiculous trash I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're gonna sell a book, a book that you could buy online mm-hmm. at the time. Well, you could still buy books online, but um, college books. Not when in I particular. went to college, but you know. <laughs> exact right. And even when I in 2008, it was it's starting to become a thing. Yeah. Right. It wasn't really yeah. a thing yet, yeah. but it was starting to. And <laughs> you know, and you didn't have the websites where people took the textbooks and like uh, uh, turned them into a PDF. Yeah, scanned them. You know? Yeah. Right. So Gen Z, you got it made. Yeah. Kick ass. Yes. I, I tip my hat to you. Yeah. But at the time, I didn't have all that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you had to go to the college bookstore. I remember the first, the first time I went and bought books, I had a credit card with a limit of three hundred dollars because I had just gotten it. I got out of high school. My mom's like, "You need to start establishing credit." Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. So she's like, "You need, you can spend it on books and gas." So I went to the college bookstore mm-hmm. and bought my books, and I had to max out my credit card because my books came to three hundred and two dollars and sixty seven cents. Yep. Yes, this is 2021. I started school in the fall of 2005, and I remember that exact number yep. because it shocked the fuck out of me. Yes, and I'm sitting there going, "Now, now let me ask you this: 300 and uh huh. How many of those did you actually have to use? Yeah, uh-huh. two. Yep, mm-hmm. that's the other thing that oh. pisses me off. When they require these books, oh. then you get to class uh-huh. and they're like, "Well, we're not going to use that other book," and everybody in the room's like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Add a step to that, you can sell your books back. Oh my god! But you're not gonna get three hundred to two dollars and sixty-seven cents. Oh, you are not. You're gonna get fifty bucks. <laughs> mm, if that, <laughs> and that's for all three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I bought four books. 
No, I bought three books, mm-hmm. and that's what it came to. And when I sold it back, I got a total of $65 out of $302.67. It is the worst. Then, uh huh. It's the worst. Uh, <laughs> what really cracked me up was after that, that was the community college. Mm-hmm. Then I go to the university and buy their books mm. um, over the years. Mm. So then you get, I got $75 back. Ooh, I made 10 bucks. <laughs> All right, look at that. And then one year, they revamped the store. So I remember sitting in class one time. I asked the teacher, I was like, and there's no real polite way to say this, but do we need the book for this class? And the only reason why I ask is because the bookstore is a scam mm-hmm. and I'm not spending $200 for a book that I'm not going to use. Mm-hmm. All right. And so then one of, the, one of my classmates we, we start the discussion talking about the bookstore and how it's a scam and da-da-da-da. So we're talking with the teacher. It's a class discussion. Mm-hmm. So then she, she mentions how she first says her books cost $678. Ooh. I remember this. Uh, so she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, my books cost $678. And then she's like, oh, but I really like the books. I really like what they've done with the bookstore. Like, it's so they've revamped it. And there's, like, all these brand new things. And I was like, uh-huh. And that's why your books cost $678. Mm. That's oh, the whole point. Yeah. And when you sell those back, you're only going to get 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. I bought my books one semester. My dad. I love my dad. He's so funny. I bought my books Mm -hmm. and it ended up costing me like 400 and some odd bucks. And he's like, why didn't you get them used? It's like, those are used. Yeah, those are used. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is cute. He's like, seriously? Mm -hmm. Yes. This is my problem (laughs) with the college bookstore. Exactly. And sometimes you don't even get to sell those books back. No, they... But you know how many times that happened to me that the the instructor, professor, whatever, decide they weren't going to use that the next year? And I'm like, are you mm-hmm. kidding me? That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's the professor's book that they wrote half the time, mm-hmm. especially when you get up to graduate or, school. It's like, holy crap. Yeah, I get to look at your yeah. fucking book. And by the way, I picked out five typos in the first page. <laughs> <laughs> About a book with grammatically incorrect sentences. <laughs> or and then of course you run into see it becomes like such a, a trope with movies and televisions that you always have like the asshole uh college professor mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and it's you know some some usually a dude who's so full of himself and so pretentious and pompous and so on and so forth yeah i had one of those but he actually turned out to be really mm-hmm. cool he might be honestly he might be dead now but anyway <laughs> um <laughs> My second yeah, reader. Yeah, you, you run into that. Yeah, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. But he, he turned out to be mostly decent. Yeah. But yeah, you, I, I came across that. You came across the, uh, the one student who always has to like challenge the professor because uh-huh. they think that you know they know something or or that they're onto something, and it's like, please stop talking because you <laughs> you you don't. You really don't. Uh, also, it's really not that serious. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not like it, it, you're at a community college, uh, and this is not to not to uh, uh, dunk on community colleges because again, it wasn't a, the school itself isn't the problem. Right. It's the structure, yes. I, and I say this all the time. Actually, it's not the individual; it's a structure. Right. And actually, community <laughs> colleges are better than universities as far as people yes. getting the, the bang for their buck. 
because it's half the price. Mm -hmm. But they offer a lot of the same classes, at least the general studies part. And, you know, my my mm -hmm. associate's degree, you know, was part of that. And so it, it, it makes a huge difference. Community colleges aren't, yeah. aren't as bad, but they are a microcosm of the bigger problem of the university. So, you know, they still suck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They, with the books yeah. and, you know, and that, that, that kind of stuff. Well, and because, it, because it's a privatized business that mm -hmm. it's all about making money. And I can squeeze you, I can squeeze you dry as, as best as I can. Like, I was fortunate enough that my parents... Um, put me through school. I was fortunate enough. I'm very lucky. And yes, I'm very grateful for that. But going to school, I always thought, one, I didn't want to go to school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I wanted to go off and do the entertainment thing. How I was going to do that or where I was going to do that was up in the air. Yeah. But <laughs> I didn't want to go to college, at least not right away. Right. Education is important. Yes, it is. However, I could see it even in high school. It was like, and the way education is, the way that this thing is literally administered mm -hmm. as if it were a drug is trash. Right. So mm, I'm, I'm, I'm good. But since they were paying for it, I didn't have a choice. Right. So <laughs> uh, I went to school. And it would have been foolish, there, going, by the way. And it would have been foolish to not take advantage of that either. If somebody offers you exactly. free college, you fucking take it. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Whether you exactly. like it or not, so you it, fucking take it. <laughs> exactly. Right? So I did not have a choice. Us, but when... The rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. But the thing is, like, I'm going, I'm, it's like, okay, yeah, my parents may be paying for it, but I'm going, should you be paying for it? Right. Like, seeing the stuff, the, there were classes where, honestly, the, the teacher was trash mm -hmm. and the the material was was inconsequential it's like why am i spending the money on honestly mm -hmm. why why are my parents my parents but why are you spending money on on this like you're not getting a return right. on your investment yeah you know that's that was my my issue and then of course trying to tell my parents that um and they're kind of one note when it comes to education like you have to get an education my dad especially because he didn't he didn't go to college um right but he did well for himself but mm -hmm. he of course you know as parents you always want better for your kids yes, he's like well i didn't should. go to college but i just got lucky you know and he wants of course he wants better for me i get where he's coming from mm -hmm. and i was like i understand that but what i'm saying i'm not saying i won't do it what i'm saying is right. the way that this thing is structured it honestly does not matter whether or not i have a degree or not and the even my current job which i'm making more than minimum wage I don't need a degree to do. Right. I don't. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't have the the degree that I have has no service whatsoever. Also, the job that I had before this one, well, two jobs that I had before this one, uh working at the uh bank, I found it quite funny that a branch manager didn't need to have a bachelor's degree, but an assistant manager did. What? But yeah, exactly. But even then, that was like a case by case basis. It doesn't make it because easy. there are exactly there are assistant managers who are currently getting either their associates or just now starting the process to get their bachelors. But they are assistant managers. It's like, so how does that work? Mm -hmm. Again, a long story for another episode. <laughs> but you know, ish like that yeah. is is. The, you know the the crap you have to navigate right and going to going to college I will say I, yeah I made some good friends and 
I uh, I learned I learned stuff. It's not that you won't learn anything. I made but, no friends in um, college. I, None. <laughs> I, I made I made a, I made a few that I still talk yeah. to. And then again, since it was high school adjacent, some of the people I graduated with or who graduated a year or two after me, you know, I saw them at, at in college. So yeah, we still stay in touch anyway. It's like, well, we're high school friends. We can't really be college friends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know. Well, we're um, at an hour. Do we wrap up? Yeah. All I will say is education is important. Mm-hmm. Higher education is important. Yeah, we're not saying don't go to college. We're just saying be wary when you go. Just be very careful when you go. And and don't conflate that with the the colleges where all the liberals are or whatever. That That's absolutely ridiculous because you can also be a conservative and go to college. Yeah, it's not about proximity. No. You would learn that <laughs> if you went to college. Yeah. And... <laughs> Honestly, the way that it, it currently operates, it's it's a business. So mm-hmm. view it as such. Yes. And just know that even it's not the it's not the individual professor or or administrators, it's a structure. Mm-hmm. So even if you're you have college professors that seem to have your best interests, that's fine. But know ultimately that whether they whether they genuinely care or not, it's still in service to mm-hmm. this this business, this entity. Mm-hmm. And that their job is just to get as much money as they can out of you. Honestly, that's that's what it's become. Yes, it has. Um, Most yeah, definitely. If you're not specializing in something in like again medical because you're saving people's lives. Mm-hmm. You need to go to school for that. Please. You have to be trained. <laughs> you, yeah, right. Please you have don't to be trained in that, cut people so. open without a, you know the law <laughs> right? saying that you can. <laughs> Exactly, you know, <laughs> or 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 animals. A couple of videos on YouTube, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah or animals, yeah. yeah. Just because you watch a couple of videos on YouTube does not mean you are ready to to pick up a scalpel. All right, yeah. you know, YouTube is a great resource. I love YouTube. I've learned quite a few things from YouTube. YouTube is is definitely awesome. However, when it comes to human lives, I think yeah. you should actually do the real thing. Okay, yes. all right. Yes. COVID has shown you that education. Oh. Um, among other things, is is readily accessible through our technology, mm-hmm, right? Like mm-hmm. you don't necessarily, going back to quote unquote normal is not an option with that, especially now that you have Zoom and mm-hmm. Chromebooks right. and YouTube. Right. And like, so long as you have the internet connection, you know, you have power mm-hmm. in the palm of your hands. And for those who don't have an internet connection, you know, we can make... That's what hotspots are for. This is where collectivizing for. comes in. That's where hotspots are. have hotspots, are. but this is where collectivizing comes in. This is yeah. where you say, okay, if you don't have the internet at your house, you can come over to my house and we can learn something. Internet together. should be free yes. anyway. That that That, that it, is yes. one of those things that I think should be free for everybody because this that's another thing this pandemic proved is the, the unequalness of people's access to these types of things and this pandemic made it to where everybody had to have it to be able to get this education or work or whatever and people can't there's tons of people in this country that can't afford the internet and so schools i have to congratulate schools for students who don't have the internet schools were doing all kinds of stuff to make sure their students could get it they were giving out free hotspots, free devices Obviously, they have to return them when this pandemic is over and they go back to in-person. But schools are handing out hotspots. I know my school is. Tons of schools are. Dallas uh, ISD was parking Wi-Fi wired school buses in neighborhoods so everybody could get on the Internet free. Mm-hmm. 
through the Wi-Fi. There's no reason why the internet shouldn't be free. There's absolutely no reason. And internet providers, fuck you. You you do other things too. You rob people for cable and you rob people for freaking cell phones. Everybody has a cell phone. Everybody's paying you top dollar for cell phone. Let the internet be free. That's just, I think the internet should be free. I'm sorry, I had to go on my rant for that. But it also shows that, you know, you can do things collectively mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. doing that it helps exactly it helps shift the balance of power exactly remember that class mm-hmm. i will say that every time the, balance the conversation of power, sure. is about power exactly that's it it is it that's, so that's that's all where, it's about and you would learn that if you went to college <laughs> i'm kidding you would actually learn that too if they taught that in high school but of course they don't do that in high school i do but they don't do that in middle school i teach but, in high school and you know, middle school because I, I teach eighth grade and, and high school this year, so I, I trust you. See. <laughs> and especially because eighth grade in Texas is U.S. history up through the Civil War up to Reconstruction. So guess what? They're getting an earful. <laughs> They're getting an earful for me. Mm-hmm. They're getting the truth. Mm-hmm. They're getting the, the truth. truth about power. Absolutely. Ooh. Absolutely. Exactly. And so, the good part is all the stuff that I've been showing them is backing up everything I say and is proving about the power. So, I mean, that's, yes... Like you said, that's what it is for universities. It's a business. It's about power. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if they accuse you of cheating, they can kick you out of mm-hmm. it, whether they can prove it or not. Because yep. like, I remember, uh, last story, uh, mm-hmm. my my last, yeah, my last semester, one of my classmates accused me of cheating. And so like the they email you mm-hmm. and said, well, you've been accused of cheating, so the dean would like to see you. I'm like, are you effing serious? And then I wasn't cheating. What had happened was... <laughs> I asked one of my friends who had taken the class the semester or a few semesters before, Mm -hmm. I asked her um, if she could help me because I was doing homework um, for that class. And I asked her, like, well, do you have your old homework? You know, so I can get an idea of what's going on, whatever, because it was the same teacher, Mm -hmm. but he would change like the questions or whatever. So they weren't the, they weren't the same questions. Like, cause when she took the class, it was a different version. Okay. Yeah. Then when I took the class, but it, it was, um, shit, I don't remember what class it was. It's like statistics or something, whatever. Anyway. So she, she did still have some of her old homework. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Email it to me, whatever. So I can like get my bearing. That's the same thing as tutoring. Yeah. It's not cheating. That's using your resources. Right. But somebody felt a type of way. And emailed the professor or emailed the the dean or whatever. It's like, you've been accused of cheating, so you need to see the dean. And the dean's punk ass is sitting up there, well, you know, did you cheat or did you do this? Like, this is what I did. This is using my resources. Mm-hmm. Here's my proof. I cite my sources, unlike some other places, Fox News. <laughs> and. Yeah. Right. And this <laughs> this is. How I did it, why I did it, where I did it, when I did it. Here's the trail. You got a problem with that? Suck my dick. Because <laughs> the whole point of doing this, right, is to teach people, at least you claim anyway, mm. is to teach people how to navigate the real world. Yeah. In the real world, this is what you would have yes, to do in do. order to prove, right, in order to prove your worth mm-hmm. to your employer or to prove your credentials um, to your clients or so on and so forth. So get the fuck out of my face with your bullshit. Right. Right. That's that's ridiculous. I'm using your resources is something that that everybody needs to be able to do. I mean, that's uh-huh. that's I I teach that daily cuz, you know, I know a lot of teachers are like, "Well, they're probably just googling it." Okay. So like yeah, that's a resource. Like, yeah, it is. It's a resource. Now, what I do <laughs> tell my students is be careful 
with that resource because mm -hmm. if it's wide open mm -hmm. to you, you have to determine whether or not that resource is reputable. That's what you should be mm -hmm. teaching them, not to, you know, memorize everything you've ever taught them so they can spit it back out at you. I mean, we've been talking about this for decades uh, in education that you, we don't want it all remote. Of course, you don't want re remote memory or whatever that's called, rote, sorry, rote memory. Of course, you don't want that, but yeah, you kind of do. First of all, that's how I learned my times table, so yay for rote memory. And that's how we all learn lyrics to songs, thanks for rote memory. Mm -hmm. But anyway, mm -hmm. but learning how to use a resource and knowing whether it is a, a good resource, you know, whether it's a reputable source or not, that's what we should be teaching them. And mm -hmm. a lot of teachers are like, well, they're just probably Googling it, cutting and pasting. Well, if you can't tell if your students cut and pasted that, that's on you. And two, why don't you call them on it and just say, hey, stop cutting and pasting. <laughs> First of all, right. you know, that's, that's plagiarism. Teach them what plagiarism is. And then maybe... You should talk to them about how to put this stuff in their own words. And again, mm -hmm. this is this is where social studies ah, becomes a thing <laughs> that we should all be mm -hmm. learning because nobody else teaches where those sources, except for maybe ELA, but they only do it in a certain way. They don't they don't go mm -hmm. for the critical thinking of that source. You know, okay, if you've got five sources that say the same thing, okay, but nobody ever. In, in ELA that I've experienced ever really goes that extra mile that social studies does for, you know, the, that critical thinking about whether or not a source is reliable, you know, uh, reputable, all that kind of stuff. And so, I, you know, yeah, you were just using your resources and I, you know, that's a, uh, that's what college mm -hmm. does. All right. Well, right. Anyway, but yes, college. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> the college years. Hmm. I know some people say like they had a blast in college. Mine was did. just kind of like That's eh, I did want to go away. I wanted to go away. Mm -hmm. um, I do feel somewhat cheated because um, my parents, mm -hmm. since they were paying for it, they didn't let me go mm -hmm. uh, away. My mom's like, I'm not going to pay for you to go and sit around and do nothing because yeah, at the time, <laughs> this is 2000, well, summer of 2005. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't have a job yet. I graduated high school and it's just okay, well. Now what? I'm basically waiting around until fall to go to school. Right. So, and there, it's it's Flint, Michigan at the time in 2005. There's nothing there. There's nothing to do. As a teenager, because I was still 17, I didn't have a car. Uh, I didn't really have, like, my friends I only saw at school. Mm -hmm. So there were no kids or, well, kids. I was a kid. Yeah, there were no kids in the neighborhood to, like, hang out with. Right. There, I definitely didn't go to the mall to go shopping or anything like that. Um, I Again, I didn't have a job. So, and I didn't get an allowance. I got the, you know, the, the speech, I allow you to live in this house. I allow you to eat my food speech. Um, so I didn't have any money. Yeah. So I couldn't go to, like, the movies or to the... There wasn't an arcade or anything like that. So there was nothing to do. So my mom's like, I'm not going to pay for you to go somewhere and just sit around and do nothing. It's like, I do that now because there's <laughs> nothing to do. There might be actually stuff so, for me to do away. Exactly. It's like in, meet in, new in people. In my mind, I'm thinking like, go out and yeah, hang out. Meet and, new folks. <laughs> I could go to a gym that's there. Yeah. Oh, yes, I that's can, right. Most know, universities do. Right. Have have that pools exactly. they have pools you can go do swim some laps in a library that's mm -hmm. really awesome to go and you know i watched all kinds of movies mm -hmm. at the the library and the college by the way colleges do have yeah. i mean again i want to make sure our listeners understand that we're not we're not dissing the college experience at all we're just saying that that the the 
the financial machine that it has become mm-hmm. can make it very discouraging for people to go and the elitism that goes with it you know the whole idea mm-hmm. that you know only the the strong it's, it's a it's a social darwinism when it comes to college and i think that oh, yeah. that also keeps people who are who would probably flourish more in college than they did in high school like i mean mm-hmm. some people do better in college than they did in high school some people do better in high school than they did college but I, mm-hmm. I really think that we're we're keeping probably some really good talent out of oh, college yeah. just because of the way it's that way financial machine is. Yeah, it's a way of gatekeeping. Yes. But I I will tell our listeners this. If you are nervous or anxious about college or if you don't think you're quote unquote good enough mm-hmm. or anything like that, one, you are Oh absolutely. Two, if you ever need proof Donald Trump was president of the United States for four years, and Betsy DeVos was your secretary of education. <laughs> Two people who don't know shit about fuck and don't give a fuck about shit. So you can do this if you want to. I just threw up a little okay. in my mouth. Just saying. Especially Betsy DeVos. I said what I said. Yeah, you said what you said, and I'm backing you up. I'm air high fiving you. Because mm-hmm. yeah, so, so yeah, yes. college college has its place, of course. But again, it is a mm-hmm. way of gatekeeping and. Uh, if you are going and to everybody college, doesn't... do this. Mm-hmm. If you go to college, please, please make the most of it. Uh, don't yes. don't fuck off. Don't don't be ridiculous. Go if if especially if somebody is offering to pay for college for you, please, please go do your mm-hmm. best. You know, make it worth their while as well as yours, and make it worth the rest of us. Because while you know we can't do the first two years of college for everyone, like I agree with that we should. You know, those first two years should be free. I'm with you there, Bernie Sanders. I would prefer, actually, my my tax dollars to go to educating other people. I would be fine with that, actually, rather than what my tax dollars usually go for, which is bullshit anyway, right? Oh, you know, like that stupid 4th of July bullshit that Trump put on. Really pissed off my taxes went to that. You know how many th- how many kids <laughs> could have gone to college for a couple of years with the price of that? That makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, that's right? that's another topic for another day. But that's that's <laughs> socialism. And here's the funny thing. You already do that with your tax dollars paying for public, public education. Yeah. Which you should it's want to. It's the same to. fucking thing. I yes, want an educated but, populace. Know. I don't want a bunch of motherfucking dumbasses walking around the way they already are. I'm about to say too late. (laughs) Too late. Yeah. Well, anyway. All right. We should probably stop because I'm going to start. I'm I'm getting hangry, which means I'm just going to start. We've already covered that in an episode, too. Next, I'm going to put on, you know, Four Dead in Ohio and all kinds of protest music from the 60s and 70s and go march on my local community college. (laughs) <laughs> right. Oh, well, speaking of protest so, songs, yeah. it's really funny that yes. a lot of people now, of course, it's nostalgia, but they never realize some of their favorite songs are protest songs. Oh, yeah. Right? There's a lot from the 80s, like, too. This? Yeah. Well, Senator's, is it Senator's son? Governor's son. Senator's uh, son. Actually, that's Fortunate Son. <laughs> it's Fortunate Son. See? See? <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. All those, yeah. Oh, well, they remember they played that at a Trump rally, and then they figured out, oh... It actually, it actually, yeah. it actually says bad things. <laughs> yeah. So does mm-hmm. Born in the USA. Yes, exactly. That's the number one protest song. <laughs> but see, nobody cares because all they hear is Born in the USA. And it's so funny to see them like, you know, pumping their fists and, mm-hmm. you know, just they see the veins in their neck. And you know, I do recommend, like, by the you... way, speaking of Born in the USA, I do recommend the the podcast with Barack Obama and, and uh, why did his name just 
the boss. I'll just say the boss. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. Oh, fucking hell. Anyway, I do recommend They that have a pod- podcast together? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They're very good friends, actually. I did not actually. know that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ha! Yeah, exactly. So I, wow. I do I do recommend. That's one I can recommend. You know what? I'm going to recommend the other one, too, when we get to this in just a second. Because, you know what? I like it. And <laughs> if that if that artist decides that they're going to sue me, at least my name will be in the paper. <laughs> I don't think they would I don't if you're think giving they them would. Business. Yeah, no. I, I have to give them credit. Because I, I really love the podcast, so I have to, I have to say it. All right, well, let's get to that then. So you start with the music. All righty. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Off Kilter, No Filter, featuring Tammy Chase and uh, Byron Alexander. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's your voice again. I know, there's my my NPR voice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know, whatever. (laughs) Terry Bradshaw, call me. (laughs) Anyway, so yes, if you enjoyed the music Mm -hmm. of this episode, Mm -hmm. uh, you can find it on YouTube. It is titled Roadblocks mm-hmm. by yours truly, Byron Alexander. And uh, the music at the end of this episode is Square One, mm-hmm. the instrumental version um, from my debut album. Debuted, oh my gosh, five years ago what? this October. Oh, five hell no. Years. Shut your mouth. I it know. It can't be five years oh, my ago. Jivas. Uh, no way. <laughs> it's like having a kid. It's like you just got here. But <laughs> here we are. Yeah. So yes, my debut album, mm-hmm. Square One, which you can find on any platform that you listen to music, mm-hmm. Amazon, Google Play. I Rhapsody, highly recommend Napster. that album. Highly recommend yeah. that album. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Also, my music can be found on another podcast titled Women Committing Crimes. I highly recommend that one. Uh, <laughs> that one is awesome. It is very informative. You don't have to go to college to learn about women committing crimes, but when you get there, you can go, ha ha, I learned that on women committing crimes. (laughs) And the opening uh, song for that is Very Well I Know, the instrumental version, and the closing song is entitled Who, again, from Square One. Yes. Check it out. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that pod, that podcast is my other podcast, Women Committing Crimes. The the latest episode was was pretty good. I really liked it. Uh, It was about... Aline Jagado. <laughs> so check that out. I also, know that name. Huh? I have to listen to that. Well, I mean, I listen yeah. to him anyway, but it's like, I know that name. Weird, because she was like a 19th century French and she poisoned people with that sweet, sweet yeah. arsenic. <laughs> was she, um, was she, was she a lady of the evening? No, she was not, actually. Hmm. She was, I've heard she that was, name She before. was considered, she was considered, uh, the pious poisoner hmm. the next one next week th- this name. next week okay. is is a is a is a lady of the evening it's actually the hollywood madam heidi fleiss i can't i'm excited really <laughs> yeah because i remember i remember lots of stuff about heidi fleiss so yeah that's that's coming up next week yeah okay yeah well this podcast well, there you go yeah. guys check it out yes exactly <laughs> it's it's fantastic yeah and you can find that wherever you find podcasts literally there is no podcaster that is not on it's even on iHeartRadio, uh apple podcast spotify anchor outcast i don't know what whatever they are <laughs> there's so many you said out there <laughs> <laughs> the Sorry Miss Jackson uh, podcast by Outcast. Yeah, exactly. there you go. There the Equimini, the Equimini podcast. Wow, there you I love go. It. <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> so, uh, if you like podcasts, I do recommend besides the Barack Obama and Bruce Springsteen. Say I remembered his name this time. A podcast, which is is fantastic. Uh, also, there's uh, this is why you're wrong, which is with uh, Stephen Everett. 
John DeBruin and Alex Alcantar, where they make top 10 lists, their own personal top 10 lists of things that they like or don't like, and then they compare those lists and then argue why their list is superior. They've had stuff like, um, you know, their top 10 Pink Floyd songs. We kind of talked about that last week, but um, also like their top 10 Butler names, which is kind of weird, but you know, what are you going to (laughs) do? Top 10 swear words. That one was pretty good. That was like very early uh, with that podcast. They've had it for about a year now, I think, their podcast. Also, Uh, And they were an inspiration for this podcast as well as Women Committing Crimes. The other podcast I was going to talk about, which is a celebrity podcast, um, but it's it's a comedy podcast, sort of. It's also a history podcast. It's called uh, Time Suck with Dan Cummins. Uh, It is a fantastic one. And that one um, was introduced to me by my son. And uh, after listening to that, it was like, I really, really like this. And of course, having a history degree, I loved it. He does all kinds of stuff. I do highly recommend that to anybody. There's a couple things for you. If you want to communicate with us, email oh, yes. us at women. Why do we always oh my forget God, that? I was about to <laughs> Motherfucker. Okay, let me start over. <laughs> God, if I start that third one, I'm going to be really confused. All right. <laughs> all right. So if you want to email us, email us at offkilternofilter at yahoo.com that's all one word no caps no spaces off kilter no filter at yahoo.com byron you say it too <laughs> yes so please email us at off kilter no filter at yahoo.com excellent we're looking forward to I hearing like from that, you guys yeah. tell us about your college experience or if you're considering college if you're kind of like yeah i don't know that's fine let us know yes exactly um, it's always an ongoing open conversation or you so know what hear from you also guys. play that covid game give us give us a, yes. in the email give us give us something let's see if we can guess it from you yes and yes. you know what i i've listened to some pretty obscure music in my life so challenge me challenge right. and i won't even let's google see. it you i won't do- even google it <laughs> I'll do the do best I can. Like, let me see. You can do something like send my love to to your new lover and stop chasing pavements. Mm. Uh, I'm so tired of these turning tables. I'm going to say, is this Adele? And good job. Especially because I've never <laughs> even listened to one Adele song. Not one. But I do remember the title of Pavements. <laughs> yep. Good job. And that See? was like her, from her first album 10, well, now. It's been a long what, time. 12 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. See? Yeah. Context clues, critical thinking, social studies skills. See? There you go. There you go. <laughs> also, uh, we, will be, <laughs> we will be expanding. Uh, we will be creating a Facebook group uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to create a Facebook group. I've, I've been kind of busy, you know, working on school. But spring break's coming up for me <laughs> next week, so I've got time to work on all this stuff. Uh, we'll create a Facebook group, so join that. Um, look for it. Look for off. It's going to be off kilter, no filter Facebook group, probably. Um, so start looking for that starting Saturday. Actually, I'll I'll get that up and running on Saturday, and all these episodes will be um, uploaded to that, so that way you can uh, reach this podcast there on Apple Podcasts. Please give us five stars. That pushes us to the top of the line. So the more five stars we get, the better. Also, leave a rating, you know, uh, um, a comment. And I think that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to go eat some dinner. <laughs> I think you covered everything. Yeah, right? All right. Well, yeah, all I can say is thank you guys for listening. Yes. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And we look forward to hearing from you guys Absolutely. soon. So we will see you 
next week. week. Well, we won't see you, but you know what I mean. <laughs> and um, right, and have a good one. Stay safe. Uh, Be great to too. each other, and we'll see you next time. Yes. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.